Welcome back to Ross FM 94.6. This is Echoes of Erin. My name is Louise McMahon, and you're all very welcome to this Friday's episode on the 1st of December 2023. We're talking about Christmas. I'm out and about having conversations with uh, a couple of individuals, and I'm here speaking to Micheline from Mohill. Micheline, tell us all about your experience of Christmas growing up in Mohill. For door, for door in Mohill. It was always the chimney was cleaned for Santi three weeks before Christmas and we're under caution not to get up that night and try and see what Santi was like as he would throw soot in your eyes and you would be blinded for life. Could. And did that ever happen? Did you ever get up? But you could see, but did it ever happen yeah, to any of your siblings or anything like that? Did it ever happen, or was it just something to scare monger you? Scare, more scare, yeah. Mm. Keep it scary. It was all scary. And you were telling me that you grew up and you had oil lamps. There was yeah, no electricity. Yeah, yeah. Did that make Christmas Whoa. more special? Well, you, 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 always, you developed these eyes you could see in the dark. Anyone born in this country can see in the dark, out in the dark. Whereas you're born in the city lights... You never get the second tone in your life. I suppose you appreciate the stars a lot more. Oh, yeah. yeah. Out in Leach Yeah, and afraid of the fox. Stole the hens. And yeah. And what did you used to have for Christmas dinner? Oh, the goose or the turkey. And how did like, the preparation that going into that, How? what was that like, experiencing that? We would have done that, dinner. but it, yeah. it, it was odd. Oh, was, this, this turkey was a powerful weapon. And or the, the goose. Goose was greasy. The turkey was the cat's pajamas. And how long did it take to cook? And where on, did your mother cook it? On a big open fire. In a big pot. Cast that must have been pot. great. <laughs> the you smells could, of that oh, going through that. that. You could smell it in the next parish. And that lasted three days. And it was like a crashed aeroplane after three days. There's not yeah. many bones left. You didn't waste a thing. Not a thing. No. And what about potatoes? Now, I know potatoes, you know, are still huge in Ireland when it comes to Christmas oh. dinner. I mean, they have mashed potatoes, roast potatoes, potato Cold croquettes. Cannon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Col- yeah. Ta- talk to me about Colcannon because oh, not everybody would know about that. And my mother made Colcannon in a little skillet pot. Weren't they the happy days when of troubles we knew in Ireland? Mother's met cannon in the little skillet pot. Lovely. <laughs> yeah, sounds great. My mother still makes it. But she does it at Halloween. Well, there's no, there's no, she does it at Halloween. No when you make it. Yeah. Better in Ireland when you had potatoes. Yeah. Yeah. And it, what, it, potatoes is huge in the Irish psyche. And I remember I lived abroad in Bali for seven years and I missed potatoes. And I found a place up at the, at the, at the, at the volcano where they were growing potatoes. Uh, German growing up there. And, uh, I got them down into the place where I used to. They were lovely. Yeah, well, yeah. is a huge part. And I, I wrote a poem on the Irish famine and it, it just so came out of me. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's all in there. And this is like stemming from your own, you know, growing up in Mohill. Yes. We're getting back to the Christmas dinner. Now, tell me about the gravy. In my family, the gravy is really important. Oh, this stuff. Okay. You've got good recipes that pass down from generation that's to generation. That's right, yeah. And it, it was never written down. It's all no, over. yeah, that's right. Yeah, never written down. And it would be, <laughs> be mixed in from one side of the family to the other. We always wanted to outdo each other. But it was eating and drinking on this gravy. Yeah, there was. Yeah. Uh, I know with my grandmother now, um, she used to put a little bit of red wine in there. 
Well, we wouldn't be there. Do we porter putting it yeah, now? Yeah, porter. Maybe it was porter. Maybe she told me that. And there was whisper rumours. There was whisper rumours. There was other stuff putting it that wasn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, all I remember is when my grandmother was cooking in the kitchen for Christmas, she'd go in with a full bottle of sherry, and then it just take hours, and then she'd come out every now and again to check on us to see if we were all right. And of course, every, every time she. The next time she came out, she was just a little bit more livelier yeah. than um, than before. Yeah, right. Yeah. So she was obviously she was in there yeah. and she was tipping on the on the sherry yeah. well, while she was cooking. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So she when she mowed, she had two turkeys instead of one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember she uh, came out had this kiwi mousse. What? Kiwi mousse. Imagine. She was te- trying this kiwi mousse out, and you know I was like, I'm sorry, I'm not going to eat that. And she called me an oddball. That's all I remember at Christmas. I don't know where the kiwi moose came from. You were very highfalutin. No, no. <laughs> she said that's exactly what she said to me, right? Yeah. And I denied it. And I said, I'm sorry, I'm not going to try that, Nana. No. You know, she said, well, Louise, how am I going to educate your palate if you're not going to try things? You've got to try it, you know? So anyway, um, I didn't try it. I'm afraid I was a bit rebellious there. But tell us a bit more about you and you, your Christmas dinner. Did you have pudding then, or dessert, after Christmas? The pudding was, it was, a, was a rarity for a while. I don't know why. I didn't appear to know one. And not better one then, every now. one year. But there was no... It was, it was all... Uh, uh, apple tarts and all, the, all kinds of tarts and rubber tarts. and It'd be a mixture of everything. Yeah. But the, Home baking going on. Yeah, but you, you didn't have it. There was no menu where I wrote. Yeah, that's what yeah. you got. You got, or you don't know Yeah, and it did for days. Oh yeah. That, that well, turkey. Now, where would you get the turkey? Would you get that like oh, in we, the we village down the, the road from someone? No, we reared them at the farm. You'd reared them yourself. Oh, mother, yeah, well, father and father had the hens and yeah. the self-supporting farm that had were uh, pigs. Yeah. Hens. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, turkeys. Ducks. Ducks were short-lived because the fox could get them. Yeah, uh, yeah. They weren't fastened on the toes. Yeah. And wasn't oh, a river beside. Uh, you nearly want an old river running by the house for ducks. Uh, yeah, and we had uh, cows and calves and all of that. So you were like self-sufficient. Well, then. that's what's all. Ireland when, was. when times like Christmas came around. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, think, like yeah. the turkey would have been one of the, the main things of the dinner, really, wouldn't well, it? Well, we used to sell an awful lot of turkeys as well. And that okay. was all barter and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you gave turkey, and then you might get something back well, in return. We would we'll bring them down to a place down the road there, and they used to be shipped to England that time, or lorry over. Yeah. Murphy's Garve, and there was what do you call it? There'd be people uh, plucking turkeys there to get a job for about a month before Christmas. Uh, yes. Turkey plucker, and the fellas here would be called that. Yeah. And uh, there was a thing when I said where he was. He said he was on the lead. What was that? Ah, well, see, that's, I, I was a kid and I'd ask him about that. There was yeah. a, teaching blind turkeys how to shy. <laughs> <laughs> see, when you asked him, I was on the lead. And what's that ad? Teaching blind. We walked into yeah. the fucking traps. Oh, that kind of messing and yeah, cracking yeah. the door about it. It's all part of growing up. You wouldn't ask them next year, but you'd be telling someone else to get caught. You're not the usual. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And what about presents? I mean, thinking of children today, right. you know, the types of things they'd ask for. Right. Right. I mean, um, I for this show, I'm going to go back and have a look 
at what kids were asking for in the 60s and, and the 70s even, and mm. the 80s even, mm. you know, compared to what kids are looking for today. But, um, so what, what were you looking for, McLean? Oh, she wanted everything. No television, wanted everything. Anything you could dream of. But, but you got, we got, uh, a lot of them, you could call them hand-me-downs from cousins that were wealthy to give yeah. us uh, this, that and the other. Never said no, it was Santi done this. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it was never said, but uh, we found out afterwards. Like everything, oh, yeah. 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 It was all magic at the day. Yeah. And we, music? We Did you have music no, in the house? We're, no. We weren't firm believers. It was all us that doubt. That yeah. They didn't exist, you know? Yeah. But he does exist, though, doesn't he, McLean? Yeah. He does exist, though, doesn't he? What? <laughs> he does exist, though, McLean, doesn't he? Well, why didn't you bring me what I asked, though? <laughs> Well, maybe you weren't behaving yourself or something. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe that was it. Yeah. Um, because um, we have lots of kids might listen to the show. Well, I, you know, I remember I had three this, to four this, on a this, Friday. At this list, so, middle, um, we and don't disappoint anyone, you know. Well, I wanted, and there was one of the things I wanted, and I, I wasn't a firm believer after that. Yeah. <laughs> to see the doubt was so. So, can you just give me one more thing, like any Irish, real Irish traditions that happened? Then when you were growing up, that uh, don't happen now in Leitrim. Uh, it used to be well at Christmas. There was the Ren boys coming around and Steve. Oh, the Ren boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, absolutely. Yeah. And they were all, uh, were some of them uh, wore straw hats, the straw men. And, uh, yeah. Now, can you can you tell us a little bit about the Ren boys in your own word? You know. Well, the, in your the, own words. They came around uh, in. Uh, you'd nearly know who they were. They were all. Why did they come around? Why? Well, yeah. it's an old thing of chasing the wren, whatever that was. They used to chase the wren and then they turned it into uh, music and, of course, they collected a few bob. And it was all as porter, not too far from everything around mm. Ireland. And it was porter because they hadn't money. There was no money around. Yeah. So the wren boys would go around from house to house and the, the guys would be dressed up with maybe women's clothes. I mean, and did that look a bit scary? The straw and all, the, and all of that. I mean, we're born in a scary country. And what about we, uh, we were we had no light. We used to go in the dark. Yeah. And we told the stories about the fox coming to take the hens, and you'd be oh, and the banshee and all that. Oh, my father would tell stories, and one would get up and tell another. Yeah. Lies, and I remember what he got my mother. There'd be a few who's come to the house now and again, and he'd be telling these stories, ghost stories, and there'd be young fellas there, and there'd be old people, and the young fellas get so scared. No, be the grown men to be 17, 18, 19, yeah. and they wouldn't leave until the older men would be leaving. And the older men knew this was happening, and daddy would be telling more stories. And mother would come down at 3 o'clock in the morning and bait them out the door at the brush. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was all to keep you behaved, I suppose, or keep you in line. I mean, all of those little stories. And it you failed. Know, you know, and to stop you from wandering down the road or into that field over there because there's such and such going on over there and you know it was all scare well break. no yeah well you see but you can't hide anything from children now these days you know there's the internet and everything they can find out everything now you couldn't back then yeah yeah you couldn't back then because they, they don't know all so that I, I, I was the only son of two sisters older and two younger and uh, yeah Boy named Sue, I'll fight my old wife too. <laughs> <laughs> but I used to be, as you grew up and you, you, what do you call it, you'd start 
wander on farther than you're supposed to go and be all his neighbours telling about that's, that's it of yours was, that's it exactly and then what he got I yeah. used to go home back with us and, yeah. and my father used to leave the oil lamp lit on the floor yeah and if it if I came in if he looked up and it was lit at three and then when, it, when I, I, you always put out the oil lamp when you come in and he looked up at four it was lit I'd just gone out he'd know what time I came in within an hour See. So I used to. How leave. clever! And, That's really clever. And then I used to step over the lamp. <laughs> <laughs> That's gas.